what's good guys it's jay ann welcome back to melanated royalty it's been (laughs) quite a few months it's december my first episode was in august um as a lot of you guys know i moved into college and i've just been living it up (laughs) with the virus of course um, it's just been very eventful, so I really haven't had much time to really get this podcast where I really wanted it to be, but now I realize the pace of college and how I want to be, so now I'm ready to get started again. Um, so this episode is going to be on bipolar disorder and what it's like being diagnosed and living with bipolar disorder. Um... For those of you who don't know, um, bipolar disorder is a disorder disorder associated with episodes of mood swings ranging from depressive lows to manic highs. Um, yeah, so I was diagnosed with uh, bipolar disorder a couple years ago. Um, it's also called manic depression. Um, I really didn't know what was going on to be honest um i would have periods of times where i'd be really really happy for a couple days or a few weeks and then the next couple days the next couple weeks i would just be super super depressed um i never understood what was going on and my emotions switch pretty freaking fast y'all like i was so concerned like i was just like i don't understand how my emotions flip so frequently like i could be hanging out with my friends perfectly fine and smiling and then i wouldn't be okay um i'd be really sad or i just want to go home and be alone um even though i know i hate being alone it was just really hard because i didn't understand it no one else around me had what I had or felt how I felt and it's just it was really a lonely and confusing experience um so I went to see one of my psychiatrists and I talked to him about it and he was like yeah it sounds like you have bipolar disorder I was like oh that's another list to add to the mental illnesses (laughs) And yeah, so he explained it to me what it was, and um, I'm gonna explain to you guys how it it's like. Um, so basically, my lows are uh, like just you just get really depressed. There may not be a reason. That's how it is for me. Mine usually lasts about a couple days to two weeks. Um, the longest one I've had was a month, but I had some stuff going on. But it's usually a couple days to about two weeks um, in length. Most of the time, it was about two weeks. So I have two weeks of just being really, 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 excuse me, take up, really, really, really depressed and sad and just angry at myself and angry at the world to the next two weeks, just being really happy about life. I was laughing at everything. And, you know, people started to notice. Um, This one time I was talking with one of my friends and I was laughing with her and I burst into tears and I didn't know why. And she was so worried. And I was like, no, I'm fine. And I kept going throughout the day. Every time I would laugh, 
it would just turn into tears and I felt like my heart was breaking but I didn't understand what was wrong and then the next couple days I would just be super depressed and then after those couple days I'd be back to being happy again and it was just people were just like my friends especially were just like okay like is something going on and I'd be like to be honest I don't know like I don't I don't know what's going on and so that was that's how it was in the beginning and so then I started seeing a therapist again um mind you I also have severe depression generalized anxiety disorder PTSD you know the fun um so started seeing my therapist again I got put on um this medicine called Lexapro it's uh anti-anxiety meds um yeah and so it's really I don't know the meds worked in the beginning as of right now it's not really working so definitely gotta go see my psychiatrist again but I don't know bipolar disorder is something it's not something easy to live with um I it's it's really difficult because it's like I'm such a social person and it's like my social battery just runs out I will sit here and plan like a trip with my friends for two days and then when we get there after the car ride I don't want to be around anyone or I plan let's go to dinner let's go to dinner and we go to dinner and in the middle of dinner it's just like bro I I don't want to do this anymore I don't want to be here and it's just like the only person that I can truly I really truly want to be around when I'm having a low is my boyfriend just because he truly understands and he usually you know makes me feel better and if he can't make me feel better just his presence um really just makes things better for me um it keeps me out of a bad mental state and it just gives me something to focus on um so shout out to my boyfriend for really being there um it's just y'all it's hard it is hard and no mental illness is ever easy but bipolar disorder it's not even regular depression it's literally manic depression where you have episodes of mania and so like and it's just like hard having you know being social and having friends when it's like oh like everybody knows you is just happy and go go with the flow go get it like you're so i'm just so happy and hyper and i'm always being positive that's the type of person i usually am just to turn into some quiet i want to be alone leave me alone type person and it's just like and i'll just be like oh i think i'm having an episode and then having to explain that to people. Sometimes it's embarrassing. Sometimes it's really embarrassing for me to have to explain that to people that I'm friends with and be like, okay, like, it's not y'all. It's nothing against you guys. I'm just having a really bad day. And then that one day turns into a couple days or a couple weeks. And it's just like, all right, you know what? This is what's going on in my personal life. And I don't want you guys thinking it's you. I promise. I'm just having a really bad episode. Sometimes, I don't know how my boyfriend notices it, but I'll seem fine. I I trick myself. Sometimes my brain tricks itself into thinking that it's okay. And I think that I'm fine, but my boyfriend will be like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. And I say, yeah, but then I think about it. 
And then I'm like, am I really okay? It's just, <laughs> uh, it's hard. It's hard. And it's like, you know, people use the word bipolar in such a negative way. And, you know, people are like, you know what? You're so bipolar. Ah, ha, 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 ha. But not really realize how actual, how actually bad it is. Like, how hard it is to actually be bipolar, to have bipolar disorder. You know? Um, like, I didn't understand it in the beginning. People would say it. I'd be like, oh my god, my mom is so bipolar. Because my mom does switch from some, her emotions. And I honestly, I think I probably got BPD from her. Um, and, like, you know, people would just say it. And I never really understood how heavy it was how heavy that word bipolar is and then I officially got diagnosed with it and I realized how heavy that word is and I remember there was one time I posted on my <laughs> my spam Instagram and I was like uh my 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 style is so bipolar this is after I got diagnosed with BPD and one of my friends was like well, ex-friend, was like, oh, you know, you are such a mental health advocate, but you go and use the word bipolar. And I was like, okay, well, I have bipolar disorder. And she was like, show me the paperwork. Show me you have the proof. And that just really upset me because it's like, I understand how heavy the word is, but the way I get through things isn't the same way everybody gets through things. I use the word bipolar in my life I use it I throw it around I'm not gonna say I don't I throw that word around a lot or I used to at least that's when I first had it I used to throw that word around a lot so easily and then I got diagnosed with it and I still continue to throw it around but I continue to throw it around as a way to lighten it for me for me to really realize hey you have this it's part of your life. It's something you can't hide and shy away from. This is something that you need to embrace. Let your people that you're close to know about it and learn how to deal with it. And I, I couldn't suppress it anymore. And so I stopped fighting against it and I had to fight <laughs> along with it, if that makes sense. So when I have an episode, when I'm having a low, I know you can't. I can't be alone for too long. I can't be alone in silence. Um, I need to start taking sleeping pills to get me to go to sleep. Um, If I feel any type of way that's more than just the normal depression, any more that's more than just the normal sadness, to call one of my closest friends or my boyfriend and just stay on the phone with them until I'm feeling out of that really deep low. Um... I don't know if I mentioned this, but I got a service dog um, back in end of July. And honestly, he's really helped me. Um, He's sleeping right here. He's just my savior, honestly. He's done so much for me. And I just don't know if he's realized, like, he's mainly for my anxiety, but he's really helped with my depression. Um and the bipolar disorder like he really and he just knows he knows when I'm sad and he'll just come lay on me or he'll put his head in the um the crook of my neck 
or he'll just come cuddle with me or he'll just do some up deep pressure therapy which is one of his tasks like he he just knows and he's helped a lot but there are a lot of things that I do I I do some self-care I do some makeup when I'm having a really bad low or I do my hair um so before I left home actually this is a little side note I only straighten my hair about once or twice a year my mom let me go to college <laughs> with a flat iron and a blow dryer. Y'all, let me tell you, I strained my hair <laughs> in August when I first moved in. And then I went back to my curly natural hair. And then I straightened my hair at the end of August for my birthday after I dyed it red. And then I straightened my hair in October and I'm going to straighten it again. Amen, I don't have heat damage. I am so thankful that I don't have heat damage. It's just like every time I get sad, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to change my hair. And I straighten it and I cut off the dead ends. Actually, you know, to be honest, I probably do need to straighten my hair every two months because I do get dead ends quickly because I, you know, wear my hair out. But, you know, the heat is not, you know, needed, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I straighten my hair. I do something with my hair. I braid it, do box braids, do some kind of passion twist or something. Or um, I listen to music or I'd go sit in the living room. If I have to sit in the living room watching a show that I've watched already before, I'd sit there on my phone or I'd watch TikToks, which I really shouldn't be relying on. <laughs> but I'd watch some TikToks or I'd meditate just be around some positive energy. Go sit in my roommate's dorm. Uh, be around my crystals. Light some incense. Do some shadow work. Something to uplift me a little bit. And then when I'm having my really highs. My highs. <laughs> those, I don't really... I'm still working with those. Um, when I get really happy, I just try and calm down. I try not to get myself too excited, try not to get myself um, too, too happy. You know, I allow myself to feel everything, but I allow myself, I don't allow myself to feel it overly so that when it comes down to being low again or just going back to normal, I'm like, dang, like I really miss when I was like that. Like those highs are like drugs. Like remember my first, like it was like a high, like I was just so happy and it's like I miss being like that but it's like I just know it's a hormonal thing um so when I'm having a really big high I'll just light some incense and lay in bed and just give myself time to relax like that's all I need is just to relax <laughs> so that's what I do um that's what I'm still trying to do and learning to do I read books I love my reading I'll do my nails, I'll <laughs> bathe Rhino, my service dog, or I'll train with him, or we'll go watch YouTube together, or we'll watch movies um, together. It's just, a, you know, it's just, if you, let me just say this, if you have ever been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, you recently got diagnosed with bi bipolar disorder, it's all about what interests you. I used to do a lot of painting, and drawing but i left all my supplies at home when i went to college so i haven't been able to do much of that lately but it's all about what works with you um let me just say being dating or being friends with someone who has bipolar disorder 
it's not something easy it's not going to be easy for you and it won't be easy for them um you just have to be really understanding and patient and you know we're human and you know you might lose your patience one day or you might not understand why that person may seem snappy or upset or angry or sad when you're giving them reasons to be happy but you also have to think and realize hey like they have a mental illness their hormones don't work the way mine's do and they might be just going through something maybe i could ask them what can i do for them or you know what just take some time away and just let them know that you're there for them that's all they really need just someone there for them and you know if you have it surround yourself with people that don't make you feel bad about what's going on surround yourself with people who understand truly and try and help and try to make it better for you you know when i was first diagnosed i was around people who i thought understood and i mean maybe they did in their own way but sometimes they just made me feel worse and now i'm around people who understand you know they understand my alone time is necessary they understand hey i might be having an episode and they understand you know what i may need someone to check in on me every couple whatever is but just let me be (laughs) let me sleep till one o'clock and you know go to sleep 3 a.m and it's really just amazing and a a very powerful thing when you find people like that um i i'm not i couldn't be more grateful for my dorm friends you know they're my my roomies are my closest friends and i couldn't be more grateful for my group of friends and my boyfriend and my younger sister who truly sat down and really tried to understand me and my my mental illness and realized that, you know, it's not me versus my mental illness. It's me with the mental illness fighting for a better cause, you know, for the betterment of myself. (sighs) I'm just really grateful. I'm grateful for my therapist who really worked with me (laughs) to show me how to really, you know, understand myself and not to be so hard on myself for when I'm having a really bad low or when I'm having a really bad high. Um, Yeah. Um, (laughs) Another thing, uh, you know, I said I have generalized anxiety disorder. Um, My anxiety and my PTSD are about the hardest parts of my mental illness that I've had to deal with. Um, My bipolar disorder and the depression hasn't really been prominent that much in these past couple months. Um, They've been there. (laughs) They have most definitely been there. But my anxiety and the PTSD really are what takes over. Um, I have PTSD from a lot of things. Uh, AKA why Rhino is uh, here. (laughs) Um, The anxiety really just takes over my life I feel like it controls me and it's kind of hard you know um it's it's really hard um you know the insomnia that comes with the the overthinking the self-esteem issues and the self-consciousness and the double triple checking everything that I think and say and anything other people say and like how people act um but thankfully the one thing that I'm 
so proud of myself is that because I know that I have mental illnesses and I know that I've gone through things it's 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 made me look at other people in a different way you know if someone's mean to me or you know someone says something that just doesn't sit right with me or they do something to me I never think you know what I'm done I don't know why that's just how I am but it's like now I'm like okay you know what something's happened to them to make them act like this or you know something's wrong and let me tell y'all I'm usually right I'm usually right like (laughs) I made friends and I realized someone had similar traits with me with the way they act and I was like why is she good with us one second and then the next second she just wants to be alone or she just shuts down and I would sit down and talk with this person and I'd be like wait a minute <laughs> and then they told me their story and then I'd be like you know what I was right something did happen <sighs> something did happen but it's like now I understand this person and now I know it's not me and it's not this person it's the trauma or the things that's happened to them that made it this way you know and i can't hold that person uh fully accountable if they just feel like you know what i don't want to be around any person anymore or they may accidentally lash out or they get depressed or something triggers them like it's just i'm i'm not happy I may not be happy that I have these things, this baggage, I would say. But this baggage has carried me a long way. This baggage has made me open my eyes to different things. And that the world isn't just black and white. You know, there's the gray. <laughs> there's a lighter gray. There's the... <laughs> this may not make any sense. <laughs> a grayish red. <laughs> there's just different things. Um... But yes, that was a side note. Um, back to the anxiety. I do be kind of tired though. It is three o'clock in the morning. But um, back to the anxiety. It comes with the insomnia, and uh, this is a big one for me. I get tremors in my hand, and they used to be really bad in high school. I could be sitting here taking a test, writing with a pencil for a test and I start to get tremors and I literally have to stop what I'm doing because I can't write anymore that's how bad it used to be for me um in public to be honest I love to go out I love to just go on an adventure where we go to Walmart go on a Walmart run or a Target run or go to Five Below or you know we go to a restaurant but every single one of these places just gives me anxiety you know, just being around people that I don't know, it it's hard to explain, but I know someone will get it, um, and it's like, I know, and I'm anticipating it, I'm anticipating, I know that I'm going there, and I know there's going to be random people there, but it's still the fact that when I get there, it's just, and I try to block it out, I, I, I literally ignore it, I ignore and I, you don't do this. <laughs> I ignore my body's way of telling me that I need to leave. AKA why I have a service dog again. Um, I started to ignore it. And so I would get bad anxiety or panic attacks. Um, with Rhino, 
he starts to notice when I'm getting too overwhelmed and too anxious, whether I start scratching or picking at my nails or my leg is shaking or my body is shaking. He'll pick up on that and he'll alert to me. Let me know, hey, mom, like, calm down. You got this. Literally, I went to Goodwill with Rhino um, about a week and a half ago when I was at home for Thanksgiving. Went to Goodwill and... I just don't know. I was really anxious when we got there. There were just a bunch of people in there. Um, it was after Black Friday. There was just a bunch of people in there. And there were these people. That, and the thing with having a service dog, sometimes it's great. But there are its cons, you know. As a person with anxiety, people looking at me makes me anxious. With a service dog, a lot more people look at you. And that's something you have to get used to. And so I'm getting there. I'm getting used to it. But I don't know why. This just this Goodwill trip was just nerve-wracking for some reason. It's like everybody's eyes were on me. Everybody wanted to speak to me. Everybody wanted to pet the dog. And it's just like I couldn't take it. And it's and he Rhino was noticing it and he was like pawing at me he was whining he was like his ears were just going crazy and I can just tell like he's trying to figure out what's making me so anxious and so he dragged me out the store literally I dissociated in the middle of an aisle and he he pulled me out of goodwill and we stood in front of the car and I just breathed and then my sister came and gave me the car key so I can get inside the car and sit down and right now and I sat in the car and I breathed, and I breathed, and he just laid his head on me, and he watched me. And I called my boyfriend, and I was just like, hey, like, I'm just really anxious right now. I just need to hear your voice. And he just talked <laughs> while Rhino laid his head on me, and he just talked, and, you know, talked a little bit. And my parents came out, and so we left, and it, 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 it was nerve-wracking because sometimes... I don't get that anxious, and I just didn't know why, but sometimes I have my bad days, you know? Anxiety is just, y'all, it's all over the place, man. It is literally all over the place. Like, mm, mm, that's a whole nother topic. Ugh. And then, like, there's the depression and the immense sadness, but that really plays into the bipolar disorder, but the depression isn't as bad. The PTSD is for another episode, of course. But that also plays into my anxiety. (sighs) But yeah, like, if you guys have any questions on bipolar disorder or anxiety, if you guys want to know more information, if you guys want me to do a part two of this episode and just maybe go more into depth, I don't know if you guys just want me to talk more about it. Just let me know. You can, you know, DM me on Instagram um, at Miss Royalty, M-I-S-S Royalty underscore 1617. Or you guys can, you know, hit up my Twitter, which is basically the same thing, just without the 17 at the end. You guys can me on Snapchat at JN 1617. Um, Or you can, you know, hit me up on YouTube. (laughs) It's Miss Royalty. Um any 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 platform to be honest to ask questions it's perfectly fine with me um i would love to just you know educate and help and give advice 
but y'all i think that is the end of this episode it is 3 34 in the morning i'm exhausted i've just been having some insomnia so you know staying up is my day job (laughs) but um i hope you guys have an amazing and blessed morning day night whenever you're listening to this i hope that those of you who are fighting a battle i hope you guys get some relief soon hope you find some people or a person to help you feel relieved just don't ever let your battles defeat you you know keep fighting keep pushing find a reason for you to keep fighting i love you guys (laughs) bye hope you have a great night jan is out